Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Daniel. This is Danielle. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, here we are, plowing into July. It's crazy. It is crazy. So again, this is the weekly podcast where we talk about uh, this week's sermon, and uh, we just have a conversation of it. We have started kind of loosely following our five topics where we talk about the points and we contemplate them. We talk about the questions they've raised, things that uh, we're connecting it to in our lives and uh, just been having a good conversation. Mm-hmm. So I hope you've been enjoying it as well. Um, again, the theme of the year is courageous. And right now uh, he's got his little mini sermonette series uh, called Courageous Power. And how the Holy Spirit empowers us to, to follow him and to be um, Christ-like and what that looks like today. Um, so right now he's talking about uh, courageous faith mm-hmm. and how and what that is. What is faith? And sometimes what isn't it? Um yeah, he, he's been looking at the book of Acts, and then the time it said, be filled with the Holy Spirit, and uh, and there's five different things, and it's so incredible. So he's talked about being filled with the Holy Spirit in boldness, filled with the Holy Spirit in wisdom, filled with the Holy Spirit in steadfastness. And if you haven't listened to those messages, um, they're so important and so needed for us to live as his children in this world. And I'm just thinking as you're talking and introducing the series and, you know, historically the church follows seasons and we are in the season. This is the season of Pentecost. So we celebrate and remember the day of Pentecost not that long ago, but we remain in the season of Pentecost. And that's a time of like what the church has done, the life of the early church. And, um, and it was characterized, the early church was characterized by being filled with the Holy Spirit and boldness, wisdom, steadfastness. And then this week he talked about being filled with the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. faith from Acts 11. It's just really incredible. And that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead also lives in us. Right. And so we have the ability by his grace to be also filled with the Holy Spirit and boldness, wisdom, steadfastness, faith, and whatever is next week. Yeah, so stay tuned. Yeah. I I really like the analogy that he used um, comparing um, being a follower of Christ to marriage. And the statement that he used was, faith gives us the power to believe on and cleave to the Lord. Mm-hmm. He's like, a lot of us believe we can get married. But then 
you need to cleave in order to make it successful. Mm -hmm. And we have the power to believe on the Lord for, for salvation, but then we need to cleave to him. We need to hold on to him aggressively, um, which gives us the, the ability to walk closely with him, to, to be able to walk like him. Mm -hmm. I liked, I liked that comparison. And on that note of like cleaving fully, at, at the end of his sermon, he asked us a few questions. Well, several, several mm -hmm. very powerful questions. But the the main couple were, what mountain do we need to move from our life? And then a follow-up question he had with that was, what is keeping us from totally committing our life to Jesus? And I thought, my first reaction was, well, nothing. Like, most of us, you know, are committed to Christ and have made that commitment. But then as he kept talking, pastor kept asking more questions. And it's not just like a commitment, like, yes, I'm following Jesus, but like, what is it that is like stopping us from being fully Christ-like from being fully dependent or trusting him like where am I not fully trusting him where am I not fully loving him where am I not um and I thought that that was a really interesting way to consider the question of commitment and I'm not by any means saying if we're not fully trusting him or loving him that we're not committed to him right but that we can grow in our commitment yeah I really like the there were a couple of things he talked about that, that what faith isn't like the presence of a mountain isn't the lack of faith. Mm -hmm. Yes. So um, important. Yeah. Remember. It's so good because we all deal with things in life. We all come up against mountains of health and finances and relationships and just living day to day and work and family balance. Um, just because you're dealing with something doesn't mean it's a lack of faith. Doesn't mean you're not following Christ. Doesn't mean you're not a Christian. It, it it means that we have to deal with it. It means that we, and we don't have to deal with it on our own. Um, but another thing that, that faith isn't is ignoring the thing. Ignoring right. something, hoping that it just goes away, is not acting in faith. That is burying our head in the sand. And that isn't faith. There are There are times when we have to walk away from issues because uh, we're getting angry or because we don't have the, the ability to deal with it. But that's a temporary response. We have to be able to come back to that, that issue, that relationship, that, that whatever it is, and, and face it in faith. And I think to kind of what you're talking about, I've seen, and even in my own Christian walk when I was younger, uh, in ignoring of it under a guise of spirituality. Yeah. Like, everything's fine, praise the Lord. I'm just putting it in God's hands. Yeah, and it's like, those are things that we do need to do. We need to put it in God's hands and everything, you know, God works all things together for the good and we do praise the Lord. But, so those things are true, but if we're saying them from a place of like, I don't want to deal with this and um or i'm too scared to deal with it or i think like if i don't say these things in faith that 
uh, like my confession's gonna break the situation or something. But our faith is in God. Our faith is not in our confession. <clears throat> and that's a really important distinction that the Lord taught me a long time ago. My faith is in my faith is not in my faith. My faith is in Jesus. Right. Um, and I think that that's really important because yes, it is. We do need life and death is in the power of the tongue and you know, what we say matters, what we think about matters, but it's Jesus is the one that brings the miracle and the healing. <clears throat> and so there's a balance and a wisdom that we have to walk in there. And then I think, well, did you want to add anything about that? Nope. Okay. And then related, um, well, let's circle. I just keep feeling like we need to keep talking about that a second. About, like, um, just the, the acting like things are fine or saying, like, praise the Lord when maybe they're not fine. So what do we do? What are we supposed to do when you get a diagnosis? Or something less dramatic, like, you've just had kind of a really crummy day and a crummy day before that, and you're just, like, tired. What, are we, what do we do with faith? I think it's okay to just say I'm having a rough day. Mm -hmm. And when we hear that from someone else, to not respond with, oh, you just need to trust God. We, <laughs> we, we, because I think that that kind of promotes the not dealing with things. It, it promotes people or encourages them to not share and to not be vulnerable. We need to give people space to be human in the space to just talk about the reality of how they're feeling because fe feeling away isn't sin. Right. It's not a sin to be frustrated. It's not a sin to have a bad day. It's not a sin to be angry. Mm -hmm. It's, it can lead to that. If we start acting out in anger, if we act out in our frustration, if we start just, um, Going outwards, you know, we had a Bible school professor that would say, you know, we're jabbing mm -hmm. when we're just responding. We're judging, we're accusing, we're blaming. Mm -hmm. But we need to, one, be, be okay saying to someone, I'm having a bad day. I'm having a hard day. The, I'm really scared. I'm really scared. Yeah. And to be able to hear that mm -hmm. and, and to validate a person's feelings. Because... Just because feelings aren't facts doesn't mean that feelings aren't valid. And reality to that yeah, person. Yeah, because they're still feeling it. Yeah. Um, it'd be like, you know, if our kids are little and they come running up, oh, I'm scared that there's a monster in my closet. Ah, there's no such thing. And just dismissing them, mm -hmm. they're going to stop coming to you mm -hmm. when they're afraid. Mm -hmm. uh, you put them on your lap and you say, oh, I'm really sorry that you're feeling that way. And you give them space to feel comforted and validated. And then at some point later on the day, you you go look in the closet. And you walk with them and yeah. show them what's true. Yeah, you show them what's true. But you first sit with them. And I think like we do need that advice, like trust God with it. We do need to trust God. Yes, because he is worthy of and capable of our trust. But to say that can almost be dismissive to ourselves. Like we can do that to ourselves. I just have to trust God. Or we can say that to other people. you got to trust God with it. And we do. But sometimes there's a work 
mm-hmm. that we have yeah. to have of trusting God. And we need to work. We need someone to walk to the closet with us and be like, there's no monsters. What is true here? And I read this book a couple years ago that talked about just being sitting in the presence of God. And it was saying like this, come to the Lord and say, this is what's true about me right now. <laughs> like, God, I am afraid and I cannot, no matter how many scriptures I quote to myself, get myself out of fear or God, I am worried about this and then allow him to take that. And, and I, th- I'm thinking about the story in the gospels of when the blind man's calling out to Jesus and he's walking by and he's blind and Jesus stops and says like, what do you want me to do for you? And it kind of makes me laugh a little bit mm-hmm. because, you know, he's blind and <laughs> Jesus can tell, uh, but he knows everything, but he wants us. I mean, the blind man could have fallen short in his asking too. Like, I want money so that I can get food for the day. Mm-hmm. That wasn't what his real solution was. And I think for so many times, like, the, we need money to pay this bill. That's not what our real solution is. I'm afraid about this test from the doctor. That's not what our real problem is. Or maybe our deeper problem is, is that we need to grow in trust or we need to grow in a discipline of health or by budgeting or um or we need to grow in a discipline of having a meal with someone once a week and sharing what's going on in our lives um and so like yes trust god trust in the lord with all of our hearts and lean not on our own understanding but sometimes it takes work to get there and the trusting is not just in a saying of a scripture and we're not saying don't hear what we're not saying we're not (laughs) saying don't say the scriptures speak what is true remind yourselves remind one another what is true but these are human things he has made us to be human he knows our form he knows Psalm says he knows how we are made. He knows that we're dust. He knows that we're limited. He knows that we're emotional, that we have fears. He knew that we would choose sin and yet he loves us. And so to deny that we have human limitations and that we get afraid or whatever anger, that we get angry, um, this is how he's made us. And so sit with the Lord and say, this is how I am. Not We're not blaming him. Like, this is how, this is what's true about me right now. I hope it's clear what we're communicating. But that is, this process should go hand in hand with our faith. They're not, I feel like a lot of times we feel like our feelings are contrary to our faith. Mm-hmm. And that's not true because when we lean into that feeling, and we bring it to the Lord, be it doubt or anxiety or fear or lack, um, pick one, lean into it, bring it to the Lord, say, this is what's true about me. Then the blind man, we can say, I need sight. I need faith. I need to see what you see here, God. Um, And that's where transformation comes in us more than if we just bury it. That's so good really good yeah i love that thanks
which points to why we need each other. We're yeah. not called to walk this life as an island unto ourselves. Mm-hmm. But we need so desperately mm-hmm. not just a community of believers to help support us. We need those people who are who know us, who who we are willing to be vulnerable with. And that that's gonna be a a small number of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so important to have those people to whom you are fully known. Because it's it's in, it's in that place when you're the most vulnerable that have that create the environment where you can experience Christ. Because because he knows you, he sees you. In, in your good days, your bad days, and he accepts you and he loves you. And he says, come on, there, there's room for you at my table. And when we have those people around us that know us, that accept us and help point us to Christ, there's such healing there. There's such connection there. Belonging. Belonging, yes. Because he came for us in our weakness so that yeah. we could belong to him. And having that, sharing that with people um is a walking out of Christ likeness on earth his kingdom coming um here like it is in heaven and so yeah pastor talked about the one another's yesterday too and mm. we just encourage you listen to the messages yeah. trust god i'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we do encourage you to trust god absolutely but let's pray and and that we would have the courage to do the work to getting to the place of trusting in god fully um, Jesus, we love you. We thank you so much for for your word. Um, thank you for Pastor. We pray your blessings on him. Give him the strength um, that he needs to continue leading us. And thank you for this message. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that you have given to us to be our teacher, our helper, our guide. Thank you that you don't just love us. You didn't just die for us. You didn't just create us, but that you also are walking this life with us. I pray that we will be filled with the Holy Spirit and faith and wisdom and steadfastness and power and boldness, and that you will help us to, um, in our humanness, live by faith, not by sight, that we can say, this is what's happening. Nevertheless, this is what's true. This is what's happening. This is what I'm feeling, but God is faithful. Thank you that you are faithful even when we're not. We look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith. Help us to rest in the fact that you who began a good work in us will be faithful to complete it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. Be blessed. May the Lord bless and keep you. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.